Welcome back to the Live AD 33 podcast, where we want to live in view of the cross of Christ and give current events eternal perspective. I'm your host, George Hellowa. Today, we're wading into some pretty contentious waters. It's never been my goal to make AD 33 anything political, but sometimes we have to put politics in perspective to our lives as believers. It's very easy to let our political identity and our spiritual identity get mixed up, and if we're not careful, we might miss the bigger picture that we should have as citizens of heaven. So, we're a month into this partial government shutdown, and while no one seems to want to back down from their demands, thousands of people are either off of work or working without pay. Many of those people working without pay are typically members of Homeland Security, including the Border Patrol, ICE, Coast Guard, part of the Department of Agriculture, the Secret Service, the TSA, as well as numerous National Park employees. The list is pretty extensive. But let's be clear about one thing. These people will get paid whenever the government shutdown ends. It's hard to say they're working for free, but it's kind of more of a deferred payment. But if you're like me, you know people affected by the shutdown. And if you live in a place like Southern California, like I do, you know a great number of these people. Now, most of the ones that I know are optimistic. They recognize that they'll most likely get their back pay. But deferred payment doesn't always put food on the table tonight. And even if the shutdown ended tonight, there would still be a few days before checks even came through. So what does that mean for those of us who are not affected by the shutdown? Well, it reminds me of a divorce where mom and dad are arguing over the dishes, but the real victims here are the kids, collateral damage in a war that's not really about them. And regardless of how you feel about walls, DACA, immigration, or or even what party you belong to, lives and families are being affected by the shutdown. Federal employees that live paycheck to paycheck are running short. My neighbor even had to strike some deals with her credit union, who fortunately was very sympathetic to her situation. There's even been talk about federal employees taking out loans to cover monthly bills, which seems absurd to me, counterintuitive, and really it can just hurt people down the line. Now, you and I can call our congressman or congresswoman, but we, we can't reopen the government. However, we can make a difference in the lives of those affected. If we want to give this current event an eternal perspective, as Christians, we've been given a great opportunity to love and to serve our neighbors. We've been given a great chance to show them God's love, to step up as the church, the body of Christ, and to help meet the needs of those deeply affected by this situation. It's conceivable that all this will be over in a matter of days. But when the president speaks about the possibility of months or even years, and his opponents are rejecting suggestions before they're even made, it kind of makes one apprehensive. According to Jesus, the second greatest commandment, after loving God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, is to love our neighbors as ourselves. So we should step back and see this shutdown, not as the political maneuvering and the party politics it really is, but as a time for the church to show what really matters, that there's people being affected by all of this. So, how can you make a difference? How can you be a world changer through all of this? Well, let me give you a couple of suggestions. Number one, pray for those affected by the shutdown. Pray for a swift resolution, and remember that the financial stress this can cause can affect mindsets, marriages, and just make daily living more challenging. Secondly, seek out those who have been affected. Let them know you're praying for them, and don't be afraid to ask if they need anything. A note of encouragement can go a long way just to show people you stand with them and you've got their back. Third, meet their physical needs. Whether you're personally able to help or can guide them to organizations that offer assistance, 
be a conduit for God's provision. Some churches offer food pantries, and being assured of having meals can help make sure money is free so other bills can get paid. Fourth, invite them to dinner. Whether it's an individual or a family, sometimes just knowing there are people loving and caring for them can give them light at the end of the tunnel and to endure through the difficulty. And the fact is this. All of this love and care can serve as a bridge to share the gospel with somebody who needs it. Because our greatest hope should never be that the government learns to cooperate, but that our hope, provision, our strength, and all of our endurance come through a relationship with Jesus Christ. And if we can serve others with God's love, then perhaps that will be the bridge that leads people to Jesus. And as the church, we should always be more concerned with building bridges than walls. Well, that's our show today. As always, you can find us at live8033.com. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. And if you think someone else should hear this, make sure you share it with them. If you have thoughts, comments, or simply want to say hi, you can email us at live8033 at gmail.com. Our music today is by Lee Rosevere, and you can find his music at freemusicarchive.com. I'm George Hellowa, and you've been listening to the Live 8033 podcast, where we want to live in view of the cross of Jesus Christ and give current events eternal perspective. We'll see you next time. God bless.